scared, stay home. If you are scared, stay home. It's really that simple. Ooh, wind chimes. Ooh, I liked it. I liked it. That was it. It was like it was all a total stuff. mistake. But you know what? It worked. It worked. It was like uh, the magical, mystical. Of course, the gypsy has some wind chimes going. I always, I'm not kidding you. you know, I, I, I see when one of those old-timey little uh, carts, you know, like the, the one that, uh, like from Pinocchio or from the, the Wizard of Oz, you know, the horse-drawn little cart <laughs> that just travels around the country. And you got wind chimes and stuff, and you'll go from town to town. And you'll read people's fortunes. That's 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 the whole gypsy lifestyle. That's the whole gypsy. If that this if this nonsense keeps up, I'll be getting a go bag and doing just that. Yes, yes. Okay, so we started strong, and then we had the the gypsy wind chimes. It was cool. It was like rush. It was very uh, Stevie Nicks. I'll say it again. If you're scared, stay home. I just responded to. Uh, a buddy of mine's post on 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 Facebook, and I think, listen, we're all cooped up. Majority of us are cooped up, and uh, we're we're having to face some harsh truths. And and people are really reaching. They're really reaching. They're getting upset. And a, and a buddy of mine, a funny guy, guy I respect. Uh, he had, and I'm just bringing this up because it it makes my point. Uh, hey, you know they they they're, they they want to go back to work. And I'm paraphrasing. They want to go back to work, and they want you to go back to work. They don't care about the dangers. They just care about the almighty dollar. And boy, howdy, it's that kind of crap. And a friend of mine was saying it the other day, too. They're making people go back. Listen, if you're scared, stay home. If you're scared, stay home. Don't go out. Don't participate. Come on, bring it. Bring it, okay. sister. First of all, everybody needs to have the appropriate evaluation of their personal risk. If you are under the age of 60 and relatively healthy, the chances that anything bad are going to happen to you are nearly zero. Cue the wind the people, Even the people who are in their late teens and early 20s who have had a severe outcome are near zero. And the ones that have happened, they have severe asthma, severe diabetes, cancer, etc. So yes. just stop it. If you are under 60 and healthy, knock it off. Quit crying. Second and, of all. Ooh, there's ooh, more. Okay. There's more. Second of all, new research <laughs> shows children who test positive for the disease don't pass it to anyone in their house. We don't for know the what's most part. going on with the kids. Yeah, but for there's the most part. no reason children should not be in school. None. Yeah, because that one, that one struck me as crazy. Because like they're talking about, we need to reopen daycares, and I'm like, holy crap! Have you ever had a kid in daycare? It is. Oh my lord! It's it's horrifying. I know. Snot and coughs and sneezes. It is. It is. It's probably where a lot of the great pandemic started. However, uh, then I saw I, I I saw a report on. The vast majority, occasionally, very rarely, they'll find, I don't want to use the word never, but for the vast majority, for for whatever reasons, uh, the kids don't spread it. They don't shed the virus. They can have the virus and they don't shed the virus. We have no idea why. Yes. Okay. Oh, oh, kids should go back to school. Kids should go back to school. 
third, nowhere on earth to include blue states run by Democrats do we ever pay unemployment to people who don't go back to work. Well, that, that is, is not a thing. It is not a thing. That's called a voluntary quit. And there's 30 million people out of work right now. If you think you can't be replaced, you're an idiot. Well, here comes the lawsuits. This and that, and let the courts decide it. Let the courts decide it. But it's uh, right in the laws. I managed it all over the country. Well, I think OSHA is going to have something to say about it, right? Like no. you can't ex- you can't expect me to work in. A, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. You cannot expect me to work in a warehouse that only has one exit and there's a very high chance of a fire, right? That's that's an unsafe working condition. So. Correct. Uh, if, if your, if your company says, Hey, we're firing back up and we're going to try to maintain social distances and we're going to, and we're going to wear masks and we're going to do all this, this BS stuff. Uh, I I think what is a safe working environment will be the question. People will be like, I didn't, I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel safe. I couldn't go back. If you have no reason not to feel safe, (laughs) then it doesn't matter. What I'm saying is if you are a person That's in the high risk category. We have the Family Medical Leave Act. We have short-term disability programs. And I believe in this particular instance, the government should probably put some umbrella there. But that's a doctor telling your employer they have diabetes, they have this, the things that we know are legitimate risk factors. And those are going to be limited, very limited. If you can have people work from home, you can make accommodations under the ADA. There's all kinds of remedies to this. But if your employer says, report to work Monday morning at 8, and they are following all of the recommendations through the EPA or OSHA or whatever, and you are below 60 and not sick in any fundamental way, get to work because your unemployment will end. That's the way the unemployment law is written in every single state. Yes. You voluntarily quit, you don't get it. I completely agree. You don't get it if you're fired for cause. I completely agree. Now, here's the trap we've fallen into. And I knew it was going to happen. And it's the way we've been going. And it's the way we always go. And this is why it is key, like key, that we have our own narrative. Because once again, uh, people like you and me, people like our our libertarians friends, people like our friends on the right, people who are small government, bang, 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 bang. We are morons. We, we aren't morons, and we have the facts on our side, and right. we have the statistics on our side, and we have science on our side. And the other, the other team is completely playing, eh, I would say 75%, for the, for, the, for the most part, they're playing an emotional game. It's Absolutely. always emotion. It's always emotion. Oh, I'm scared. Aren't you scared? People are dying. Can't we recognize the heroes on the front lines in this wonderfully hilarious TikTok video? I mean, look at it. They've they've done the crossing of the Delaware on a gurney. Mm, our heroes. I am tired of it. I want to actively mock people who are scared. I do. I am. I'm going to, like, stay home. Stay home. And uh, good luck to you. Good luck to you. That's what I've been saying ever since they started erroneously attacking my governor. Brian uh, Kemp was a first mover, and I love him for it. 
it's uh, just like you, you need to walk and load emotionally for this. Uh, uh, let's just say it. Let's just say it again just for the sake of saying it. Flattening the curve had nothing to do with saving your life. It nothing. had nothing to do nothing. about saving you. It had everything about not overwhelming hospitals that had been horribly mismanaged horribly mismanaged if you look at all the hospitals that got closed down in the past decade uh in new york uh your pubes would fall out it's it's terrifying it's like they've mismanaged the hospitals hospital okay so we we're not going to overrun the hospitals guess what and this is what my, my last video not not my last one the last the one before last, like YouTube demonetized it, and they said, "Don't even ask us. Don't even ask." <laughs> Screw <laughs> like, you, Loftus. Like, Screw you. Because because I was making the point, we got to get back to work. We got to go with the Swedish model. We got to get to herd immunity. Listen, people, buckle up. Hold on to the armrest. Grab your grab your naughty bits for a second, because in every scenario. In every scenario, Dr. Fauci's scenario, Dr. Uh, Burke's scenario, the Swedish scenario, uh, freaking Bill de Blasio scenario, people die. That's just going to happen. There is no scenario where, oh, it stopped. Now, we can stop it sooner if we go with the Swedish model and herd immunity and we can prevent another outbreak in November, we can prevent another outbreak. I say November because that is the uh, unintended thing that the, the the Democrats are slowly but surely sinking their teeth into. It's like a Venus flytrap. It's very sticky, and the walls are closing in. It's about our election. It's about vote by mail, and it's about that stuff, which Thank we will you. cover in the B block. We'll cover that in the B block. We're going to get into that. Stacey's voting in person in her May nineteenth primary. Period. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna announce something here, and I don't want you guys to like. Here's here's the thing I've always kind of prided myself on: not being a hypocrite. I ain't gonna be a hypocrite. And they're like, oh, it's easy for him to say. It's easy for him to say, go back to work if you're not afraid. Go back to work if you're not afraid. I got an offer from a comedy club in Texas, and I'm taking it. Yay! I'm taking it. Yeah, I'm I'm putting my money where my mouth is. At the end of this month, at the end of this month, I will be performing at the Addison Improv. Addison is in Dallas. I'm gonna call some friends of mine up in the area. I wish I could bring Hayner. I wish I could bring uh, Reno. Unfortunately, I can't uh, for this. They're gonna go with local guy. Uh, but we're gonna do a show. We're gonna do a show. Capacity is only 100 because that's all they can get away with even in Texas. It's a very big club. Club holds like close to uh, 250, 275. They're going to keep it under half capacity to make sure that people can sit apart and you can wear a face mask and all that other good stuff. I won't be. I won't be. I make the silly faces. I do the silly voices. You need to see the comedian's face when he's talking. But I'm 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 nutting well, you're up. You're on stage. Yeah, yeah. You're about as far away from people as you can be. I it, I couldn't agree more. But I'm gonna do the show. 
it's going to be uh, a Thursday, one show Thursday, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, one show Sunday. It's the end of May. I'll put the dates on as soon as everything is cemented and all that good stuff. I'll put the dates at theloftestparty.com. You guys who listen to the podcast uh, get first crack. So if you're in the Texas area, I'll probably uh, – I know I'm going to reach out to some of my Texas friends and see if they want to pop in and do a guest set or whatever. But it'll be fun because it is what it is. You, you cannot – you can't hide from this thing forever. You can't. So you got to just continue on with your life. What'd you do? I have been going back to my local place. I've been hugging my girlfriends around the neck. Nobody's wearing a stupid mask. And here's the thing that our government needs to explain immediately. Want to hear it? it? Yes, I do. So we've got these studies now, right? The USS Roosevelt, where the sailors got sick. They caught the virus, and about 50% of them were asymptomatic. And those are relatively healthy people, average age around 30, right? Yeah, yeah. So they caught an Asian version because they picked it up in Vietnam when they made a stop there, okay? Like sailors used to do back in the 60s, if you know what I'm saying. picking up something. But anyway. Picking up something in Vietnam. now, Now I have two other cases. I have a bunch of testing that's been done in the prison system where you have older people who are not particularly healthy, and 96% of them are asymptomatic. Dang. Those are thousands of tests, like over 3,000. Then you have a meatpacking plant in Indiana. 1,184 tests came up positive after testing people at the facility and testing their contacts. Only 32 required hospitalization. So that's still like around 5%, 4%. Yeah. We're still at like now, 96% A-OK. Has this virus mutated and become less deadly? Because it sure would seem like it to me. Well, I keep coming back to that whole A strain and B strain. And that the B strain does better than that, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and I don't want to fall in the trap of the numbers, 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 but it is. It's like the I always keep coming back to the vast majority, the vast majority, because I think that's something that just people get it. They get it instinctively. The vast majority of us will be okay. And then you're like, well, what about my grandma? I'm worried about my grandma. Listen, grandma I'm worried should about stay home. I'm worried about your grandma, too. Yeah, you might want to wear a mask around grandma. You might want to yep. uh, hang on to that <laughs> and wait and, and ride out, uh, wait for a vaccine. So it is. But I mean, then I'm talking to, to my friends and, and some people that I know that are kind of in that age bracket, right? Yeah, yeah. And there was one of them there last evening out on the porch as I was catching up with one of my girlfriends at the local place and having some, some egg rolls and things, right? Yep. Southwest egg rolls. Cause Ooh, what do they, they got in them? Uh, black beans and chicken and spices and cilantro and corn, and they're really good. Lose, um, the, lose the cilantro and I'm all in. Lose the cilantro, yeah. I'm all in. Cilantro. Anyway. Why would um, you just, just discount my my feelings like that? You just you just say yeah, that has to have cilantro. That's I love cilantro. You are. Um, I know you hate it. I love it. We both hate sushi, though. So I blame. I blame society. 
Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You're out. I, I interrupted. So, you're out. You're having cilantro, turd blossom egg rolls. Okay. So our friend and her husband were sitting there, and he's an older gentleman, and and he's got um, he has a heart condition or something. Okay, that's, and, that's uh, scary. He just said she's like freaking out because he made her take him out, and he's like, I've been in the house for a month and a half. Do you know what? Something's gonna kill me. If this is it, so be it. I'm not sitting in my house. It really that that touches upon another thing that I was gonna I was gonna save this for later, but we might as well do it now. You have to ask your it, it gets now. I'm I'm by myself. I'm 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 on the East Coast by myself. So sometimes I think I'm getting deeply philosophical, and I don't know if the rest of the country is. I think some people are. Are you? Some people don't have the ability. But okay. Are you but like are you are you cool with the quality of life? I mean, it really makes you think about stuff. It really does. Is uh, and and it can, here's the other thing that like this has to be and this is seriously. I'm I don't want to spoil it now. That's probably why I didn't want to talk about this because it's going to touch on a stand up bit that I'm working on. But it, it literally goes back to we are modern day cavemen right now. We are modern day cavemen. We're sitting around a cave. And we have, uh, we used to have a big, big pile of food. And then all of a sudden, something bad happened, and we can't leave the cave. And now the food is dwindling, meaning you still got to pay your electric bill, you still got to pay your mortgage, you still got to pay your rent, you still got to pay all this stuff, and your food supplies are dwindling. Some caveman was like, screw this. I know it's, I know it's dangerous out there. But I'm going to grab my spear and I'm going to go. I'm going to go get some food. And I think that was the first Republican. That was the first. <laughs> Seriously. And and like and the, the, there was like Democrat wussy cavemen who were like, hey, well, he's, he, he's just going to bring it back here. He's just going to bring it back here. And then the Republican caveman is like, I don't care. I'm going. I'm going. If we stay here, we're going to die. So I'm going to go and I'll bring back food. And then. Uh, the Democrat caveman was like thinking there's a ch- in his head. He's like, "Ooh, there's a chance he'll be successful. Now, I don't want to die. I don't want to risk it. So he invented some BS job. You know what I'll do? I'll guard. I'll guard the cave. And then, but I want an equal share of whatever you bring back. And then they had an argument about what was fair and blah, 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 blah. But ultimately, it was the Republican caveman who brought back the frickin' Mastodon and saved everybody. It's 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 an, it's a new bit, but that's where we are. Like, well, I know I just spent five hundred dollars on meat because I'm not scared to go out. But there's only chicken. The only chicken that's left has bones in it. Oof! And you you're just not going to play that game. You're just not going to play that game. We'll oh, talk. No, of- I'll take the bones out of the chicken, but it's just like uh, we're gonna have a lot of a lot of useless chickens because they're gonna have had to wait too long to go to processing and a lot of really tough pork because they're gonna be too old by the day. Have you ever have you ever made your own chicken soup? You ever made your own chicken soup? From a chicken? Yeah. Like the whole chicken and you put it in and then you no, shred no, it. No, 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 no. Here's what uh, a friend of mine did. She was great at this years ago. You take your chicken, you bake it up. You know, you, you bake it, you grill it, you prepare it however you want. You eat your chicken, like, ah, oh, dang, now I have all these bones. You use that for the stock. You leave, you know, everything on those bones. You put yeah. that in the pot. Oh, holy smoke. You do that with and a turkey then, every year, too. 
Oh, delicioso. Delicioso. Hang in there, kids. There's more anger and more comedy right around the corner. I'm going to say it one more time. If you're scared, stay home. Stay home. You don't have to participate. You really don't. But the risk takers, the people, oh, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. I'm going to bitch a little bit about the uh, the YouTube videos a little bit. <laughs> when we come back, uh, this is good. This is very cathartic. I'm so pleased that we've been doing this podcast for years, and it just keeps getting better. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to be uh, we're going to be venting some more anger, doing some more funny stuff, and giving you guys some warnings because you know that uh, the Gypsy and the Loftusi, we are always ahead of the curve. That's the benefit. That's why you're glad you're here. Mwah! Big kisses on your cheekbones. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy. We are back. A wonderful start to the show. The second part gets even better because there's more anger. There's more funny. And a quick heads up to everyone who watches the videos and watches the live streams on the Facebook. Yeah, I cut my hair. Yeah, I cut my hair. It's, it's, it's like being in grade school. People are like, oh, did you cut your hair? What? Come on, you guys. Come on. You <laughs> look at me, obviously. And then you want to be a smart ass. You go, no, I didn't cut my hair. The, the rest of my surroundings grew exponentially. Everything. <laughs> yes. I cut my hair and it was so very satisfying. It was so very satisfying. I might, I'm, I'm in love with it. I'm in love with it. I dyed mine. Say what? I dyed mine. Good for you. What color? Same basic color, maybe a little darker. Yeah. I'm, yeah. and I'm, I'm, I'm not even I refused, joking. I refuse to pay a $20 upcharge for less service. Okay. I'm not now, even joking. In the age of the pandemic got to pay more and get less service. I'm like, no. Yeah, that's like the market will have to figure that out. I'm looking at your uh the your your little profile picture here on the yeah. internet of things. And uh and gorgeous great great photo by the way. Just nicely done. Have you ever thought and I'm being completely sincere. Have you ever thought about doing like a a, a like a not Billie Eilish. That might be, I don't think green, but have you ever thought about going like with blue? 
not on the whole, but just like a big, uh, it, it would be the, the darker color on top, but like around the sides would be blue. I honestly think. I actually think... thought about doing the under, so like, because my hair's long. Yeah. And do the longest part in the back another color, so when it spills over your shoulders, it's two-tone, dark on top, color on the bottom. No, nah, I think that would be hot. I've thought I mean, about it. Do I'm it. not sure that I'm there, and I could not do that myself. I mean, that right. Would you would need a friend. I would, I would. No, I would need a professional. <laughs> but like, would you ever? But would you ever like do like like a blue or a like I a like, like a the red? Magenta, like yes, burgundy, that kind of stuff. Yes, yeah. I'm throwing I've done down burgundy the challenge. In the past. I'm throwing down the challenge. Gypsy's got to put some well, color it, in it. I had when I worked in Chicago. I got like some burgundy headlights highlights pulled through yeah we're going to be very professional when they like settled but for the first day or two they looked like crayola red in the office light so the cfo i was working with was like when did you start channeling avril lavigne and i'm like shut up <laughs> where is avril lavigne we need her now more than avril? ever i've done funky colors before funky funky oh and in case you're wondering uh, because I, I talked about this before on the show about doing the the manscape thing, and uh, if you, if you're wondering, yeah, the uh, the, the, <laughs> the 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 curtain uh, the curtain matches the carpet. Or actually, I should say the the the, the curtain matches the hardwood floors. <laughs> and and again, All right, I'm having TMI TMI. <laughs> It's fantastic. I can run faster. My showers. I'm like I'm like a dolphin. It's fantastic. Okay, now for some anger. Now for some anger. We got to get back into the anger of this thing. I I tried to look it up uh, before the show, and and I couldn't find anything. All all I could find uh, was a video of someone complaining about Jesse Waters. But I'm going uh, 100% Wuhan flu on this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stop calling it anything else. No, I might go I might go Chinese flu. I might go Chinese Wuhan. We have lost our way. See now, and even I did it. And I'll, well, let's pretend I did it on purpose. Sure. Here's why I did this. We started the show with the fear, 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 fear. Oh, I'm a scared. I'm I'm a scared to go outside. I'm I'm a scared to go back to work. No one is mad enough at China. No one is mad enough at China. And baby, boy howdy, it started in the Wuhan. So I'm calling it the Wuhan flu. I'm calling it the Chinese virus. I'm calling it something that came out of the Communist Party of China. And it's on them. It's on them. The only question now is, how mad do we get? Now, let me be abundantly clear. I'm not asking for any violence against our uh, Asian friends who are over here. I'm not asking for violence against uh, American citizens who are of Chinese descent. I'm not acting, uh, asking for violence uh, against any Chinese-owned business, or blah, 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 blah. No one has been mistreated. Well, it'd be a race. Chinese had it tough. Chinese had it tough back in the formulation of, of this country. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Chinese had it bad. Chinese had it bad. But right now, it, this is squarely 100% on China. 
and we we got to get motivated by that. Are we going to let him win? Are we going to let him win? Because the more you sit down there and just take a knee while while the rest of Americans go out there and try to get our economy going and try to get some money circulation and try to put some food on the table, the more you sit around and go, what are we going to do? It's so scary. That's China winning. That's China winning. And whether they did this as an act of war or whether it was just an accident, Lord, sweet Lord, baby Jesus, I hope it was an accident because I don't even want to think about what happens if it was an on-purpose. Oh, it was an on-purpose. Not like a bioweapon, but letting people leave Wuhan for everywhere else in the world while they wouldn't let people from Wuhan go anywhere else in China was 100% deliberate. Yes, yes. And that's 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 pretty that's pretty nefarious right there. That's super nefarious. However, the super duper like uh, super villain version is yes, we will let some of our own people die, and they will be casualties in the greater war. I don't know why I have a German accent when I'm talking about China, but I'm gonna roll with they it. They might as well be Nazis. It is. They uh, participate in ethnic cleansing. They participate in religious persecution when. Somebody opposes the regime or says something that reflects poorly on the regime. They go to these prisons that are like location. Nobody knows exactly where they are. And they torture them until they sign these, you know, confessions where they sit, come out and say, oh, I was so wrong, so wrong. Yeah. yeah. No, like they've been like keeping children in concentration camps for 30 years. Yes. Yes. It's no. not. It's not a healthy society for free thinkers. Which you just no, will put not it at that all. Way. Just ask Hong Kong or Taiwan. But, but it is squarely on the shoulders of the Communist Party of China or the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP. It's on them. It's on them. It's on Wuhan. There's nothing racist about calling it the Chinese virus. And uh, I should have been more vocal. Here's I think about things. I I'm always like, like the CCP virus. Yeah, it just there's something about it like phonically, like to, to the ear. It just doesn't have a uh, uh, it just doesn't have a, a ring to it. You know, it doesn't virus like Wuhan, Wuhan. You can you can oh, hang on. Right. But like Wuhan, you can you can latch on to that. But CCP, I think there's too much effort in saying well, CCP. Here, like it's, it was always easier to hate Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda. It had that, you know. And Taliban was too happy sounding. That's why I think Wuhan, Wuhan, or Chinese. Here's my perspective. Yes. The only issue that matters going into the 2020 election for the two presidential candidates is how are you going to deal with China? We already know what they're going to do on taxes and regulation. And Trump is going to have to make the pitch, hey, I did this with the economy once. I'm the best guy to do it again. Right? We already yes. know all that stuff. We know you're environmental. You like natural gas. You don't. What are you going to do about China? And I have some very specific things I want to hear. Okay. Okay. I want to get into that. I want to get into this. I just want people to remember that, like, this is – we're going to keep our own narrative going because it and this it, – it's really became evident to me in the past couple of weeks. Like, everybody's like, oh, Trump this, Trump that, Trump's response. What did Trump do? Trump do – Listen, you guys. It wasn't like Donald Trump and uh, and Ivanka and uh, and the and the the gang were in the backyard of the White House playing with a chemistry set. They didn't make no. this thing. They didn't do it. 
and when he tried to shut down the front and when he tried to shut down the flights people called him a racist people called him a xenophobe so and he had the task force going so blah 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 and wow you could you could do battle with people every day on facebook but we want to leave them in the dust we got our own narrative going let's talk about china this has zero to do with trump and everything to do with the wuhan with the chinese is it Angela Merkel's fault? Is it Boris Johnson's fault? Is it the, it the Italian president's fault? How many people died? Of course not. The only place they want to blame the leader is here because they're sick in the head. So, and they're, and, and when, when exactly, and this is what kills me, did your decision to go outside become partisan? It. Like, I know there's politics in everything, but we are literally talking about your decision to walk outside your home is now partisan. And I have seen some uh, some uh, elected representatives do just some horrifying things. Mm-hmm. Where's that? Where's that? Uh, she's an African-American lady with a really weird hairline. Uh, she's the one that got the haircut when she told nobody else they could get their hair oh, cut. The- Air of Chicago. Yeah. Wow. She gave a little talk that I saw on the, the tweeters uh, this morning where she's like, we will arrest you if you are outside. Not so oh, we yeah. will arre- don't make us arrest you. But it was like, whoa, that was just way too close to Nazi. Like, none of this is legal, you guys. What? None of it. What planet do you have to live on? To not see the the blatant insanity and cognitive dissonance of letting people out of jail so they won't get sick with COVID who have actually done bad things and then arresting a mom for taking her daughter to the park. Isn't that just the the height of it all? Isn't that just the ultimate? Here is a a, a rapist. A rapist who... Multiple offender, multiple yeah. offender, but we have to let him out of jail because he might catch the Wuhan. However, you were paddleboarding by yourself in the ocean. We sent two boats and a team of and a, and a SWAT team to come get you, and you're going to go to jail. No, that like, in no universe does that make sense. You're watching the protests on Huntington Beach, right? Mm-hmm. And people are freaking out. They're going to kill thousands. First of all, no, they're all young. They're all going to be fine. I promise. Yes. They might get a cold or a flu-like symptom, but they'll be fine. Number one. Number two, did you miss the memo that out in the heat in the sun is one of the safest places you can be? Once again, you heard it here first. Kills that shit. We were talking about that two weeks ago. And, I know, and- but they don't want you to know. It's, 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 they are, and, and I'm, I'm getting a, a little bit uh, uh, hyperbolic. I'm using some hyperbole here, but to make the point, they're ruling through fear. They are ruling through fear. It's, and it's too funny. And as a Star Wars fan, and it's, it's always hilarious and ironic to me because they always go, ooh, resistance. We have to have the resistance. And then they use the resistance in the Star Wars movies. And listen. Yeah, that's uh, not a, you're Donald, backwards. Donald, backwards. Donald Trump isn't running the empire, you morons. It's no. you guys. The left is the emperor. We're the good guys. 
We're Luke Skywalker, not from, not from episode eight. We are. And, and once again, I can go back through the Twitter timeline and, and it bugs me sometimes how we are ahead of the curve. But I telling you guys, we, we've been saying this for years, everything they will do. Everything they will do will come under the guise of we're just here to protect you. We're just trying to keep you safe. And whether they're doing it on purpose or whether it's just a little accident, it's all about power and control, power and control. And if you look at communist countries, you look at socialist countries, the people who do the best are the people who get to decide what's fair. You got that horrible, horrible mayor in Chicago Saying, no, you can't get your hair cut. It's not safe. But I got to get my hair cut because I'm important. And that's what it all boils down to. The uh, Governor Gretchen in Michigan, she does oh what God. she wants. She's more important than you are. She'll decide what's fair. Mayor de Blasio, he gets to go to the gym. He's more important than you are. He'll decide what's fair. Michelle Obama will tell you to stay home and keep people safe while Barack goes out golfing. They get to do what they want because they'll decide what's fair. Are you following me? Have I made my point yet? It it makes my blood boil. And I, I'm just sitting here, and so you see the videos of these protests, and they're in the absolute safest place they can be. Nobody's overcrowding one another. You can see little groups of people who probably reside in the same residence, roommates or families, sitting together, and plenty of space in between them. And this yeah. doctor tweets a picture, starts freaking out. You're actually offending all of us who worked on the front lines, and da 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 da. And he, or no, he took a picture in Central Park where all of this was going on, where people were social distancing, sitting with their family on a blanket, whatever. You're you're disrespecting all of us who worked on the front lines, and he's some verified emergency physician. And I mm-hmm. kind of go, so you were there to take the picture, but they're not okay? It's, it's always <laughs> and, like that. And he goes, back, always... goes, I was wearing a mask. And I said, really? Because as a, form, as, a, as a health professional who's still a registered nurse, I think the dumbest thing people can do is wear gloves and a mask because they don't take them off right. They're a false yeah. sense of security. Don't do it, especially the gloves. Do not wear gloves, people. Just wash your freaking hands. It's always the videos of, like, the six cops without a mask taking down a protester. Dragging the guy off not the bus, wearing yeah. a mask. <laughs> it's horrible. But there's I some... won't wear a mask. Thank God my governor won't make it. It is... Uh... It uh, is. Uh, I'm. I'm lazy. I. I. I have a mask. I have a, a couple of them, and I keep. I keep one in the car, just cause like, I just don't want to deal with the BS. So I'll, I'll wear the mask at, out in the store, you know, and then come just, home and just like whatevs, whatevs. Contrary. Oh, I want to. You're a total contrarian. I think that's well, your fuel. Like- I think it's like your. Uh, you know how Superman needed needed the sun. Oh. You need you need to be contrary. These people make me want to go lick the screen on a ATM machine just to break them out. I gotta I gotta say something about the protesters uh, before we get to the end of the B block here. Okay. Uh, listen to the to the good people of Michigan. Your heart was in the right place. You did the protest and all that stuff. But guys, there's no need to take the guns. There's no need. There really isn't. It's just, it's, it's, 
I love you. I love you to death. I love the fact that you have guns. I love that you're safe with your weapons and all that good stuff. And I know that your heart is in the right place and that if the crap ever really hit the fan, you would be the dudes I would want to be with because because you ain't taking it from nobody. Now, when you're doing a protest about uh, the government is overreaching and all this stuff, don't show up with the guns. Don't show up with the guns. And I'm just talking from a Hollywood PR standpoint because, boy, they – it became it became not about the government overreaching. It 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 became about those scary white guys with the guns. Oh my gosh! Look at all those guns! Why are they guns? Yeah, guns? Guns? Also, to be fair, they also freaked out at a two way protest where people brought guns. Well, like, that they was... were actually protesting ridiculous Second Amendment restrictions in Virginia. So they open carried, and everyone was safe. And the are media is about... just. Are you talking about that big one before the the Wuhan? Yeah, the big one before. Oh the yeah, Wuhan. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that and was like I, I'm talking about. Stopped, no, but in Michigan, they all stopped and got their temperature taken before yeah. they entered the Capitol. Well, I'm just saying, Here. from an optic, from an optic standpoint, it. Uh, however, I love that you guys did it. I love that uh, my buddy Judd was part of a protest in L.A. Uh, yesterday, I'll be doing a, a video with him about that, uh, you know, open, and it was very well done, very well done, very savvy, very Hollywood. It was like open L.A. now and safely, so they added the and safely, and everybody was in their cars, and they had a route, and he got, uh, they thought he was one of the uh, the organizers, and I cannot confirm or deny that, but he got a, a little letter from the LAPD going, hey, don't do, I'm paraphrasing, don't do this. You know, we know it's tough right now, but this ain't Ventura, bro. That is a quote. This ain't Ventura, bro. <laughs> and he's, he's a, he's a big surfer, dude. He's a, uh, he's a uh, surfer, capitalist, entrepreneur, real estate guy. So he's like, yeah, it's, it ain't uh, Ventura, dude, but it's LA and it's my home. So he had a protest, a bunch of – everybody stayed in their vehicles. They put the signs on their cars. They drove the route. They honked their horns. They did the thing. They uh, raised a little hail. All yeah, right. See, they so, started that way in Michigan, and she just got worse. Yeah. There was the lockdown Lansing. Everybody was in their cars. They totally congested in front of the state capitol. Nobody got out of their cars, and then she just got worse. Yes. That's she why is, they showed up. Without all the social distancing, she's she's like the uh, she's like the guy who ran detention. Right. And, uh, you know, you want to make it two more weeks? You want to make it three more? You mess with the bull, you get the horns, buddy. That's what you got. You mess with the bull, you get the horns. Right. These people are. There's a lot of power tripping going on. There's a lot of power tripping going on. Okay, so oh, I uh, love my governor. Love him. That's great. Why don't you marry him? We got. <laughs> I'll just vote for him again. How's that? That's as close as you can do. You know, because I'm going to end up with the fake governor back here because I don't think she's making the cut for Joe Biden's vice, vice president. So. Well, you have just – you just stepped on the landmine there, sister. We're going to tease the C block right now because we got some Joe Biden coming up. We got some oh. vote by mail coming up. Uh, we might have some more updates on my grooming habits. I doubt it. Uh, actually, I know for a fact we won't. 
however, we might talk a little bit about uh, musical instruments. What? And Legend of Zelda. And I'm going to tease this one. Who's your favorite Iron Man? Gypsy. I like Robert Downey Jr. and everything. Well, buckle up, sister. Because you know what? I have never steered you wrong. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it in the C Block. We'll be right back, everyone. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. We gotta go fast. I mean, we got a whole nother block here to do. We got more entertainment. We got more news. We never stop. We need to. We need to move with haste. There's a lot. We we got into a lot of subjects. So I'm gonna pay off the 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 Robert Downey Jr. tease. Now I said it on this show. Good Lord in heaven. It's 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 pat ourselves on the back day, Gimlet. It's pat ourselves on the back day, Gimlet. There's a couple things you don't want to do. You don't kill characters willy-nilly. This is this is the Robert Downey Jr. thing. You don't right. you don't kill characters willy-nilly. You don't just you don't do things like, ooh, I know how to make the audience sad now. We'll kill someone. And, and it's like people always want to do it. There is a wonderful, and I've read the transcript of it, of uh, George Lucas having this argument with with Lawrence Kasdan when they were writing The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Because Lawrence Kasdan always wanted to kill somebody in Star Wars just because it would make the audience feel something. And George Lucas is like, it's not that kind of movie, man. It's not that kind of movie. Stop pitching it. Like, pretty much telling him to shut up. But Lawrence Kasdan got his way. Lawrence Kasdan got his way. Really? Because they didn't kill Princess Leia when they should have. Right. Well, they killed Han Solo. And that's what Lawrence Kasdan... That's what Lawrence Kasdan always wanted to do. He wanted to kill Luke. Uh, Whatever. So Marvel fell into that trap. Marvel fell. And so did Star Wars. Lawrence Kasdan. These people always win. 90% of the time they win. So they killed. Sometimes the actors want out. uh, It doesn't. Yes, the actors may want out. But guess what? Here's, Here's where the rubber meets the road. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because okay. you, get, you say, you see, here's what you say to the actor. Okay, I know you went out. I know you went out. Here's a mountain of money. And they go, hmm, what do I have to do? Stand here 
and and read this, just like you do every day, just like you do every day. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, Marvel decided to kill Iron Man, and now, and I knew it was a bad idea, and they killed him for one reason, you guys. They killed him for Thank one reason, you. to make you sad, to make you sad. Well, guess who's in talks to come back as Iron Man? Robert Downey. Yes, yes. I... They just did a little event the other day. Uh, Downey was there, a couple of the big, big head honchos from the MCU. And now they're like, well, when, when, uh, when and, and if, they always have to say crap like that, if you come back, you will have to earn it. We'll have to earn it. And like, you shouldn't have, you, you effed up by killing him in the first place. And, but they'll, they'll figure a way out. They'll figure a way out. But ultimately, it hurts the franchise because then when he does come back, which everybody wants him to, they'll be like, oh, I guess nobody ever dies. So then will, are we ever uh, – is, is any character ever at risk? So that's the, that's the payoff to that. We have to devote some time. We'll get into some more entertainment stuff. I've been playing, I've been playing the guitar, and I've been playing Zelda a lot. I'm, I think – I don't want to get too comfy in, in quarantine, but I got my little schedule worked out. Uh, and boy, howdy, if you don't have a Nintendo Switch, if you missed uh, the game of the year, uh, I think it was last year, which is uh, Legend of Zelda, man, that's a great game. Wow, that's a good game. Get that. I, uh, I've been having a great time. And then I also wanted to, uh, along with writing and stuff, play the guitar. We'll get to, we'll get to the guitar bit in a little bit. I don't want to waste any more time. Well, that wasn't a waste of time. It was it was fun and enlightening. We got to talk about what's at stake. What are what do we have at risk as a nation? And I was thinking about this before we started. Gypsy, every election, every presidential election, you always hear this. This is the most important one of our lifetime. This is the most important one of our lifetime. And usually, I think that's BS. Usually, I didn't think so in 2016. I didn't in 2016. I really thought what were we're on the precipice. Like if, if we go with with Hillary Clinton, that that really is more of the Obama thing, and uh, it, it's more socialism, globalism, yada yada. We yeah, we have work to do. Report for work. We have work to do. Yeah, she said that again in her her appearance on Joe Biden's podcast, and it still sends shivers down my spine. It's fine. Yes, it, it's it's terrifying. So we have a lot of things going on right now. And then we also have, and, and boy howdy, uh, Hillary said this the other day on one of those uh, Joe Biden teleconferences. You know, you can't let a crisis go to waste. And she was saying it, trying to be like halfway as a joke, but it just rang too you much know, true just, because I they can't are take making that as a joke. <laughs> no, no one Not can. Her. They are nope. really, really going to push for vote by mail. You guys, we have never steered you wrong. This podcast, this crew of Gimlet and myself, and occasionally uh, Kung Fu Rick, we're always ahead of the curve. It, that It's here it comes. Here it, it comes. They're going to go for vote by mail. They're going to go, it's not safe, it's not safe, and the only way to do this fairly is to go vote by mail, and that is riddled uh, with problems. Just your, your mer- they, they keep catching... It, it, in a in a in the most honest scenario, mail carriers just throwing away the mail that they're supposed to deliver. Your votes might not never they, they just might not make it. 
And then you have people in Michigan who are changing votes and saying, no, we got to throw this out. They didn't sign it. No, they put on the wrong day. That happens. Seven felony counts. I don't know the young lady's name, but she's up on seven felony counts. She tried to change a hundred and some odd votes. You have ballots that go missing, ballots that go missing, and they are in the tens of thousands. No, I'm sorry, tens of millions, tens of millions of ballots that just go missing. We cannot allow that to happen. You don't want, and you touched on this earlier, and we can get into this, the Joe Biden of it all. Do you guys, and this is the one question, do you think Joe Biden's going to be tougher on China than Trump? Do you, I don't, I don't in, in, in what universe? Biden in 2013. Say again? China bought the Biden in 2013 they have a foreign diplomacy that is based on influence right yes hunter biden is still an equity partner in the investment firm that started with the chinese money from the bank associated with the chinese communist party now he said he was going to leave the board but documents just a month ago says he hasn't and during joe biden joe biden in 2012 or beginning of 2013, was given the job of managing the diplomatic relationship with China. In the time that Joe was managing that relationship, they built islands in the South China Sea. They put airstrips on them. They're military bases, basically. Um, yeah. They started the One Belt, One Road initiative. They started putting all of their surveillance technology and data collection materials from Huawei into African countries and South American countries and trying to get them into Europe, et cetera, et cetera. Basically, Joe Biden did nothing to stop their military aggression, to stop their aggression against Taiwan, or to stop their dominance in the world tech market that is mostly based on intellectual property theft. So Joe Biden already has a record on China, and I think it stands on its own. Yes, there's 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 no way there's no way uh, in heck that he's going to be tougher on China than than Donald Trump. It is good to know that we've kind of uh, we we kind of woke up a little bit. You know, okay, we have to be able to make these drugs here to save our own lives. I was watching Bill De Blasio give a. Uh, a press conference today talking about testing, testing, testing. They love to talk about the testing. But the problem with getting the tests, the problem, he said the big hurdle for them, and I I totally believe him on this, was like, you know, that big cotton swab. They have that big, long cotton swab. He goes, the big hurdle, uh, those were made in Italy. Those were made in Italy, and so all those factories aren't working and all that other stuff. It was the plastic stick. It was the plastic stick that holds the... uh, the cotton swab at the at the tip of it. He goes, that was the hard. That's the hardest part to find. It's the hardest part to find. But we finally figured it out. We got a company in America that's going to do it, and they're going to go full full tilt boogie. So that's what I'm talking about. You need manufacturing in the U.S. because you never know. Like you know, GM and the the car companies like I will we'll shift from cars. We'll do ventilators, right? Because now uh, the situation dictates that we have to be able to do that. And GM and these car companies aren't going to be able to to shift to fit every need. So you, you need you need manufacturing jobs. And then the the upside is those are good jobs for Americans. Those are good jobs uh, for guys like me, people like you. So you want that. It is also a national security. Oh, for, 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 oh yeah, big time, big months, time. We have two months I, of farm 
pharmaceuticals. You really think China is going to be... There was a guy. This is a... Ooh, yeah, that's terrifying. That's terrifying. Uh-huh. There was a guy, and, and I, this was trending the other day on Twitter. Back uh, for you youngsters a long time ago, uh, Mr. George Bush, old man George Bush, the guy who, who recently died, uh, passed away, great life. Uh, he was running against Bill Clinton, and I totally forgot about Ross Perot. There was a third-party candidate, Ross Perot, and a lot of people say it was because of Ross Perot. That's why Bush you know, lost and it gave us Clinton, yada, yada, yada. But boy, Ross Perot was a businessman from Texas, and he was a businessman. And that's who you wanted in charge. That's, And I think that's why Americans, a bunch of us, uh, instinctually knew it. Uh, so Ross kind Perot— Kind of the same thing when Steve Forbes was talking about running. Yeah, Ross Perot— was warning America against NAFTA. If you do it, there's, there's going to be a great big old sucking sound. And that great big old sucking sound is all, all these jobs leaving America. And that dude was right. Oh. You got to give it up for Ross Perot. So now we have a chance to stick with a business guy in 2020 who understands. Listen, and I'm going to hit this again in a YouTube video. And, and just just go off on it because you got to here's what sticks for me. Here's what sticks for me in my gut. And that's what I always try to go with. Like Joe Biden has been sucking on the government's tit for 45 years longer. It's his like turn, right around there. Michael. It's his turn. He hasn't solved anything. He's nope. never run his own business. He's nope. been making a living off of arguing and, oh, we need to do this and we need to do that. There's there's no way that you want in, – in, in times like this, you don't want you don't want Joey Biden in charge. You don't. Here's what I want to hear. Oh, you're gorgeous. Is, Those yeah. Pilates are paying off. What? This is 100% ideological. I do not care that the Chinese Communist Party is Asian. That is the least interesting thing about them. But they are no different than the USSR when I was a kid. Not at all. They are the same kind of authoritarian regime. You know what we never did with the USSR? We never brought them into the world economy. Do you know who changed every year after Nixon went, right, and kind of started the relationship with China. Every year or two years, we had to do a human rights review in Congress on China, and they could only be recertified to, as a trading partner after that human rights assessment was done. Do you know who stopped that with the stroke of a pen? Who? Bill Clinton. It is, uh, as, as an armchair so, student of history, go ahead, go ahead, you're still going. I want... Here's things I would be totally fine with. I would be totally fine with the U.S. at this point ejecting all Chinese foreign nationals except those that are here to religious or ethnic persecution. They have too many programs aimed at stealing our our technical innovations, our intellectual innovations, the whole nine yards. We just had a Harvard professor taken out in handcuffs, and that is just a drop in the bucket. So let's. You can all go home. Oh yeah. I'll go home. Bye. Um, I also want I, us to seize all of Woo. China's assets in the U.S. 
We just paid $16,500 per taxpayer to pay for this pandemic that they caused. I want the government to seize everything they own. Everything. You're hardcore. I dig it. Oh, yeah. I dig it. And you know what? No more federal aid to include student loan payments to any one of these colleges that has one of those crappy Confucius Institutes. Sweden. Sweden shut their last one down this week. Are you telling sweet Sweden is tougher than us? Come on now. <laughs> and then I want every, I don't want made in the USA labels. I want made in China. If there is one tiny little piece in a piece of equipment that is made in China, I want a made in China tag slapped on it in a visible way. So that I don't have to buy that. Because that's a, they depend, it's a tall order. They depend on U.S. dollars to keep their economy float. I don't want to give them any. Okay, I, I'm with you. Now, and, and I'm going to ask this question for real. How many years do you think it would take the U.S. to, like, be able to supply everything? Like, how long until we could be completely self-sufficient? I don't, we wouldn't I don't, I don't think. We have to supply everything. I have. I think we have to be smarter about what we choose to supply, like needed medical supplies, needed pharmaceuticals, things that really go to national security and public health, I think should probably be made here. There's a lot of stuff we could stop making in China and make in Vietnam, South Korea, Thailand, Singapore, India. I mean, there's a lot of other places that stuff could be made that already have the capacity to do it. Like, yeah. I, like, as far as I'm concerned, China can make the little plastic umbrellas that they put in drinks, and that's about it. That's about the only thing they should be allowed to sell to us. Little plastic whistles? Okay. Okay. But I, I, <clears throat> the rest of it, I don't want it from you. I don't, I don't want my television from you, because I have no idea what you've put in it to listen to me. None. Wow. They're, they um, keep finding out more stuff about that Huawei, that, uh, that big, that Chinese... Well, yeah, the Chinese phone people. It's uh... and Senator Cruz put another bill up, Hollywood dude, that says anybody who censors their content to sell it in the China market changes a script, right? Doesn't yeah. get access to federal lands, federal properties, or federal equipment to do their movies anymore. That, you guys, you, you have to admit, I would even tell the most rational or irrational person uh, in, in America. It's like, you you know you got a problem. Like, remember when the NBA couldn't figure out what their stance was on China? They couldn't, huh? mm, I don't know. I mean, like, seriously, seriously. You had that, you had that dude, that, that former Chicago Bulls guy uh, who's now a coach who loves to lash out at Trump. He knows everything about Trump. But he couldn't say that China was bad because they didn't have freedom of speech. Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr, yeah. that moron. And then you got yeah, you got Hollywood changing. The, the, the NBA, like nah, I want. Well, nothing. listen, I'm. I couldn't. You'd have a hard time getting me to watch an NBA game. Good lord, I find that boring. Oh, Good you, lord, I find like, it boring. If you're like that professor that got arrested, as far as I'm concerned, you should be charged with treason. Well, let's get into that. I should let's... run for president. <laughs> well, there is 
there is a uh, good case to be made for treason. There is a good case I, to be made. I agree. For and then I want to get into the treasonous activities uh, before we before we stick to dismount here in a few minutes. The treasonous activities of the FBI, and I gotta just kind of soak in the uh, there's a there's a certain I, I, I'm reveling in it quite a bit because uh, the mainstream media told us and told you and, and told all the rest of America. Uh, that the 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 Russian collusion it really happened. Donald he's a spy. He is a spy, and he is owned by Russia. He is owned by Russia, and that didn't bear any fruit. That 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 was that was a lie. It never happened. Uh, and the Mueller report vindicated that. And now there's some good reporters digging into the FBI. And the way they treated Flynn and, and how they had to get him out of the way, how they had to get rid of – because Trump came in. This is the theory that I read, and it it, it, it's make, it makes a lot of sense to me. Never, ever, 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 ever forget that Trump is not a politician, and he wasn't surrounded by politicians. He was a business guy who got into politics. He was not – incredibly prepared to run the country and he tried to surround himself by good people the one dude who knew how it worked and the one dude who had a uh, long history of dealing with these politicians and their shenanigans was uh, General Flynn so in order to move forward with everything it really uh, helped the powers that be to get Flynn out of the picture so so they so they went after Flynn. When you read that FBI memo, it's like, hey, we're gonna go uh, talk to Flynn. What do you, what do we what do we want here? Do we want him to get? Do we want him to lie? Do we want him to? What do we want him to get? You know, it's not about finding the truth. It's about what do we want the outcome to be. That is terrifying. And you can tell me that it's taken out of context. And you can tell me that policemen do it all the time. I give zero shits. I give zero shits. You don't go in to uh, interview someone going, what do we want the outcome to be? It should always be the truth. If it's anything else, you need to walk away from your job. So when you talk about treason and you talk about little Jimmy James Comey, who was running the FBI, and you talk about everyone else and the chain of command, you were actively trying to change the results of the election. You didn't like who the American people selected. You thought you knew best, and so you were going to try to find a case. You're going to try to drum something up. You're going to go with this false narrative of Russia collusion to get rid of the elected president of the United States. I think you could make a solid case for the death penalty. The death penalty. I've thought about it, and people need to know. You cannot do that. That is taboo. When you start trying to change elections, and, and you do this vast... And remember, they told us the deep state. That was crazy. Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. There aren't a I bunch of actually, unelected... I think they actually tried to interfere with the election, and when it didn't work, they needed to get rid of people so they could what they did well there's that quote there's that quote and I, and I think it's true where Hillary it's supposedly Hillary Clinton 
saying like if they if they find out what's been going on, we're all going to hang. And I always thought that that was just some right winger who made that in their basement. However, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I keep coming around to we need to have the death. It's treason. It's 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 the one. It's the worst thing you can do. It's, oh, absolutely. And so, they so let's start. Let's put that on the table. They just didn't just do it to General Flynn. Go look at what happened to Katie McFarland. They tried to do the same thing to her. There was another guy on Twitter today that was part of Flynn's team. They tried to do it to him. They were just look what they did to Manafort. Now, I, I'm not going to say that Manafort never did anything wrong. I always thought he was kind of weird, but they literally put him in solitary confinement and would drag him out and say, all you got to tell us is that you, that you knew, that Trump knew about the Trump Tower meeting. That's all you got to tell us. And he refused to do it. And they throw him back in solitary. We don't do those things in this country. You don't put white collar criminals in solitary confinement. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, um, a big drop off in the audio. I'm sure what you said was was completely brilliant. However, I'm sure I probably would have given you an aneurysm if you hadn't already heard it. <laughs> uh, I want to leave you guys with this. I want to leave you guys with this because this is uh, amazing, good and wonderful. Yes, Gimlet and I are always ahead of the curve and and we, we hope you have fun hanging out with us. And I always ask you to share and give the comments and do this stuff. Here's what happens when you do. Here's what happens when you do. I started a new experiment on Facebook, and it gives me my little thing. I get my little performance Jones out of it. So it's 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 fun for me, and hopefully it's fun for you guys. I put thought into it. I try. The first week I did it on uh, on the old Facebook Live, we had about uh, 9,000 people show up. Good, good number. The second week we did it, we had about 7,000 people show up. Uh, I was still trying to figure it out. That's on me. That's on me. Third week, we had about 14,000 people show up. And then I'm like, okay, I think I kind of know. The week after that, 11,000. Guess what we did last week? Guess what we did last week? 31,000. Nice. I, I look at the numbers. I look at the stats. The reach is growing. So by you guys being cool... And by sharing the videos and sharing the YouTube videos and going back and leaving comments on this show at iTunes and leaving uh, a review and leaving stars, it's about the algorithm, you guys. It's about the algorithm. A lot of uh, social media form formats and platforms are looking to ways to get rid of people. But you know the Loftus Party. We're playing inside the lines. We ain't going nowhere. We're just going to grow and grow and grow. We're going to be able to help more people. We're going to be able to get more vocal. And more people, the louder we are. The louder we are, the more we can change stuff. The more we change stuff, the, the better our future looks as a people, as a country, and as individuals. So have a great week. New videos on Monday. New video on Friday. Facebook Live will be happening Wednesday. You guys are the best. Go, go, go. Have a great week, you sexy heathens. Go outside! Yes!